Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. And welcome back. It's Leaning Edge Medicine on another beautiful weekend in our Pacific Northwest. And it looks like as I was looking at the weather uh, at work yesterday, it was like, wow, another whole week of lots of sunshines. You know, when and you wonderful listen uh, to the news and you hear about the triple digits oh, everywhere boy. in the country, I always say a little prayer of thanks. Yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy with my high of 85 and my, you know, 75 degree sunshine shiny weather, which is what it looks like for us yeah. all this weekend, right into next week. Next weekend is my mother's uh, memorial that we're doing. Oh, yeah. And we had already had a lake house uh, rented and ready to go for her birthday. She would have been 92. Mm. And uh, she yeah. passed away about a month and uh, about six weeks ago. And we thought, you know what, let's keep that date because everyone was planning on coming. So we're going to be outside and it looks like it's going to work out just fine. Right by a lake like what she would like. Aww. So, yeah, with the whole family. So, oh, enjoy your sunshine. Enjoy your weather. And if you have a phone call or if you have a question about health or aging or a diagnosis or maybe something you have been struggling with, we would love to talk with you and hopefully give you some information that is helpful. Here's the number to talk with Dr. Mixon and Dr. Umat. It's 800-465-8770. We're headed south now. We have have Tom from Centralia on the line. Hi there, Tom. Good morning. Uh, can you hear me okay? Oh, we yes. Can indeed. Thank you. Uh, I just, I had a question um, <clears throat> in regards to the use of pregnenolone and uh, as at least a, some sort of amelioration or lessening of the effects of rheumatoid arthritis. I was uh-huh. reading that they were using this uh, many, many years ago, or proposing yeah, it. 1950s, actually. And, yeah, and so, <clears throat> and of course, this might get delve a little bit political, but the, as you know, I'm, well, I'm sure doctors, that the current biologics are uh, uber-expensive drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and the uh, and then of course some of these other things are kind of noxious like methotrexate. Uh, but anyway, I was just wondering your take on that, and um, just whatever you had to say about it. I, I might have one other comment about it, but I just want to hear what okay. you had to say about it. Well, yeah, pregnenolone is not the standard of care, but you know it's kind of fascinating. Uh, this is one of those articles I stumbled across. <laughs> 
<laughs> years and years ago, 1951, there was a paper that involved, I think, seven patients. I, I was known as six men and one woman, which in those days we did mostly men in our studies in the 1950s. And so it was a very small study, but they they treated people with, I think it was ankylosing spondylitis or rheumatoid arthritis. I forget which of the rheumatoid diseases it was, but they they put them on uh, high dose pregnenolone and got significant improvement in their uh, in their symptoms, uh, decreased pain, etc. Well, pregnenolone is a steroid. It's a precursor for uh, for. Uh, progesterone, dehydroepiandrosterone, uh, and cortisol. And so, you know, the theory being, well, were, were we actually giving them a, a brain-derived version of cortisol to, for their symptoms? It kind of fell out of fashion for decades, uh, probably 50, 60 years. And then in the early 2000s, there were a couple more papers published and then I think I saw one early this year, huh. which is what brought it to mind, because uh, that then dredged up out of my memory all the old papers. I had Interesting. <laughs> That's how my crazy memory works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, pregnenolone is being used to decrease inflammation. Uh, what we're finding is people that have the worst symptoms uh, of these rheumatoid diseases tend to be people with the lowest pregnenolone levels. Hmm. And uh, so people that start off with very low pregnenolones get more pain, more swelling, more degeneration. Um, and so then the question is, okay, if we boost their levels back up, can we slow the degenerative process? Hmm. Um It's a fascinating question. Uh, I'm not sure I have an answer. It makes good sense to, you know, because we use a lot of pregnenolone in our practice because what we find is that by the time people are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, their pregnenolone levels tend to be quite low. Yep. You know, we get people pregnenolones of 15 and 20, and we're trying to boost them up close to 100. Uh, so, and that may be part of the reason that so many of our patients with autoimmune diseases and inflammatory processes feel so much better is we are raising their pregnenolone levels up to far more robust levels than they normally would be at their age. Right. We're kicking them back to, to those 20, 25-year-old levels. And a lot of their autoimmune diseases seem to improve, at least clinically, even though we aren't actually treating the autoimmune disease. Um, so, does that answer what, your question? Uh, what levels? What? Yes. What? Uh, how? How are you administering? Are you using creams or do you give them pills? Pills, pills for pregnant alone. Uh, it's absorbed very nicely. You can buy that OT. You can buy it OTC at fifty milligrams. And I'm yes. just wondering, when you said high dose, what is what was considered high dose? I take a hundred milligrams at bedtime every night. Um, okay. We make a. 20, 50, and hundreds in the clinic, but we measure levels. So yes. some people do fine sure. with twenties, and some people with fifties. Some on any yeah. combination that they need, but we measure their labs. Right. And personally, just because I am old and I am big, you know, I'm six foot four. But that's what your levels, you know, you need. That's it where my check. levels yeah. are, and yeah. and so I run pregnenolone levels in the seventies and eighties 
on 100 milligrams at bedtime every night. My biggest reason I take it is not so much joint pain. I take it because it helps me sleep well. Also memory, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a, now, do you take yours in the morning or in the evening? I take it at bedtime just because it okay. tends to make me a little drowsy. Yeah. Ah, so okay. I, I use it with 10 milligrams of melatonin and 100 milligrams of pregnenolone at bedtime. Mm. Can I say one thing politically? Um, Feel free. Uh, sure, Tom. Uh, <laughs> We're Americans. It's our right to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I believe, that, and I think this COVID quote, COVID crisis pretty much uh, demonstrated significantly that when it comes to pharmaceuticals, that the that the journals are uh, pharmaceutically captured and that mm-hmm. if that, you know, because biologics make lots and lots and lots of money. $2,000 a month, yes. <laughs> If they, if they would propose an inexpensive pill that you can get for $8.95, that they would be writing articles that would be of, uh, that would show that that doesn't work. And they have done that for, for these, these early intervention drugs into COVID. And I'm not going to go too far into that, but I'm just saying that, that I don't know how a doctor these days can actually um, believe what is written in the literature. Okay. Well, let me let me give a little bit of a counterpoint to that. Okay. I'm not a big believer in conspiracy theories. I think we often we often conflate outcomes with intent. Um, I think the outcomes sometimes have more benign background to them, although they the the. the uh, the final result may well be exactly what you're saying. Here's the situation. Um, To run a good study with uh, a couple of thousand people, you're talking about a five or six hundred thousand dollar study to get it done Um, and, and then get it published. And let me assume for a minute that you run a company, okay? You're the CEO of a company and one of your guys comes to you and says, Hey, boss, we want to spend half a million dollars of your company's money to do a study on a product that we will never in a million years get the money back because it's over the counter and it's dirt cheap. Are you going to authorize spending half a million bucks of your money on that? And the answer is no. Of course not. Yeah. And that's the situation with something like pregnenolone that is dirt cheap uh, and is in the public, and you can't patent it, and you can't get control of it, um, how much money are you willing to spend on studies? And so the result is the studies don't get done. Uh, you know, it's uh, one of my f- rules of life is if you want to see where the reasons for most of what happens in the world is, follow, follow the, the money. money. <laughs> <laughs> because... The Apostle Paul said it years ago, <clears throat> the love of money is the root. Love, not money, but the love of money is the root. That's right. No, I agree. You know, and, and I've been poor and it sucked. And I've been middle class and it was better. I've been affluent, and that was better yet. <laughs> and I've finally reached a point in my life where I, 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 I make more than I ever dreamed, and this is the best of all. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. 
you know, so you're not going to hear me say bad things against affluence. I, I enjoy my affluence, no. but it's not why we do what we do. I became a country doctor mm-hmm. because I wanted, I was by nature a nurturer and, and I was traumatized. You know, I had a degree of post-traumatic stress syndrome because of my military service. You know, I saw and committed more violence against other human beings than anybody should have to do. I, for, you know, whatever, call me a good guy or a devil, you know, I've killed more men than you have, you see in the average horror movie. And when I got out of the service, um, I had to deal with that. And my way of dealing with that was to become a physician and devote my life to helping people uh, instead of harming them. You know, we all have our reasons for becoming doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samaras are different from mine, and, and all of my doctors have their own stories. But the reality is we as physicians are by nature nurturers, and that's what we want to do with our lives. Um, but Dr. Mason, I, would, I believe that you are a, a, a high moral standard in that if you saw a drug that even though it was dirt cheap, you would really want it to be out there because you want to help people. But there's too many people that don't want to do that. Yep, I I agree. There's always there are good people and bad people, and you know most human beings are a mix. Um, you know we are complex creatures. Most of us have good aspects to our bodies, our minds, and our personalities, and bad. And we just hope that our good outweighs our bad. Yeah. So. Thank you. All right, my friend. Take care. Thank you for the call, Tom. This is Leading Edge Medicine talking about things that you are dealing with, your health, uh, aging, maybe a, a recent diagnosis of cancer or Alzheimer's. In Tom's case, he wanted some information about pregnenolone and talk about pharmaceuticals there. We've had calls this morning on uh, breast, taking breast exams. How important are those? Uh, also, supplements, uh, vascular health, and so much more. Uh, the show is based on what you have questions about, and we would love to hear from you. Vern is next. Vern is a caller from Olympia, and we're going to talk about something called Meniere's disease. That's next on Leading Edge Medicine. And if you have a question, here's the number to call and be part of our show today live. 800-465-8770. We'll be right back with more Leading Edge Medicine. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770. No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wife's, my son's, my friend's, and all my neighbors, but he was just recently voted Best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted Best Doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or Advanced Cataract Surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. 
So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else, an advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call Yes, uh, you know, first of all, I'd like to say the previous session you had was very interesting to me. I had never heard about, how is it pronounced again? Pregnenolone? Pregnenolone. 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 N-E-N-O-L-O-N-E. There you go. Pregnenolone. Pregnenolone. Very good. I will uh, do some more looking at that after we're off the phone here. Uh, It caught my interest because I have a 91-year-old mother who has, she's been through the cycle where she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and then they said, no, it's not rheumatoid arthritis. But she's had several serious episodes that were treated with prednisone, and she takes prednisone on a routine basis. So that was Uh why it was interesting to me. Okay. Well, Uh, pregnenolone is a precursor hormone uh, that that is actually made in your adrenal glands, and then it is converted into a variety of other hormones, among them being cortisol, the, the endogenous anti-inflammatory steroid made by your own body. And, you know, you mentioned your mom's age 90. The pregnenolone really helps with memory as well. It really does, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to look into it because it's, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. Certainly we, the symptoms you describe, the difficulties you describe, I think it could help her. So We use pregnenolone. I, I'm going to bet that 95 plus percent of our patients are on some almost dose of pregnenolone. Yeah, almost <laughs> yes. everybody's on it. My hand is yeah. up, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, my problem is uh, it's a little bit different, and it may be autoimmune related, but there's not a lot of evidence and a lot of research out there on Meniere's disease. I was yeah. diagnosed with it uh, about six years ago now, and I have lost almost all the hearing in my right ear, and my treatment options right now are very limited uh, mm-hmm. and primarily consist of over-the-counter supplements of something called uh, French Maritime Pine Bark, mm-hmm. which contains something called Pycnogenol. Yeah. And then yes. uh, I... I take no, uh, I don't drink any caffeine, no caffeinated beverages, no caffeine of any type, and I also abstain from all use of alcohol. Uh, I'm just curious because 
you know, I don't know what else is out there, if there are any new treatments or any new, uh, you know, discussions. So For Meniere's disease. listen to the conversation. For Meniere's okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, Dr. Mixon, what is Meniere's disease well, okay. yeah, for that, listeners? That was what, uh, when she saw your call coming through, yeah. Lynette said, what's Meniere's? Yes. And I said, I could spell okay. it, but I didn't know what it was. Okay. Well, you left off the, the comma. Oh, the comma, yes. <laughs> because <laughs> it was Dr. Meniere's disease. Ah. He discovered it. Uh, <laughs> the definition tells you a lot of what we know and don't know about this disease. All right. The definition of Meniere's is this idiopathic endolymphatic hydrops. That's a big word. Idiopathic means we don't know why. (laughs) Right. Whenever you see a doctor use the word idiopathic, it is an admission of ignorance. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Endolymphatic means it is the lymphatic fluid within your ear. And the high drops says too much fluid and pressure. <laughs> okay. okay. So the definition tells you almost everything we know about this damn disease. Oh, boy. Um, what does it do, well, Dr. Mixon? What happens is the lymphatic fluid in the inner ear just builds up and builds up and builds up. And, and the pressure causes dysfunction of the ear. You start getting things like vertigo. Oh, no. Dizziness. You can get nausea. You have trouble with your balance, your coordination. Um, And then as the process goes on and on and on, you start damaging the hearing. The nerves that can, the, the acoustic nerve that carries the sound starts being damaged from the chronic pressure. Wow. Okay. And uh, I think that there's some leakage too. The increased pressure causes the leakage from some of the what do they call them vesicles in the inner yep. ear. Hmm. Yes. A set of tubes. That's and right. And you can start energy. running the fluid down your you know down your your station tubes into your throat too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I mean the 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 vertigo is disabling. Because it also seems to be connected to some nerves in your eyes. You get something called nystigma. Nystagmus. Uh, so when you yeah. have the, yes, nystigmus, nystagmus. Yeah. When you have the vertigo attack, you literally can't see straight because your eyes are in spasm. Yes, and they're, they're, they're flitting. A, they're flitting left and right, and your brain interprets that as the world spinning around you. And which is why your balance yeah. and coordination go to hell. And you get dizzy and then you get nauseous. Oh, what a horrible cycle. Yes. Well, so. it's not so bad if it only lasts a couple of hours, but I've had episodes that have lasted days. And I understand there are people who go through this for months at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like yes. I said, it's fully disabling. It is. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, this is one of those diseases. I know what it is. <laughs> I can even tell you about the pathophysiology of it, but I don't treat it because I treat the common, normal changes of aging. I, see. I, I am a longevity doctor, not not an ENT physician. Uh, this is something that uh, Samara's husband might know a whole lot more about. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I texted him, but he's not responding, so I don't think he's listening right now. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Sunil, uh, Samara's husband, is a, an ENT s- a surgeon, 
And uh, so this is this would be right up his alley. He could probably tell us a whole lot more about it than either Samara or I know. Because um, you've. Oh, uh, he says he can call in. Oh, okay. Well, let me okay. Okay. the number. Tell him okay. call. Okay. So we're gonna. We're about, yeah, Thank you. See, I told you she married the right guy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he can help solve your problem, maybe. There we go. Okay, we're texting him the phone number now, and he's going to call in. And I'm not sure if we're able to keep both you, Vern, and Doctor on the line. Um, our producer will let us know if we can keep both of you on the line. He's responding. Yep, I think we can. So let's wait for Dr. Sunil, who is a specialist, ENT, uh, ears, nose, throat. He's the guy that knows all about the ears and probably has dealt with Meniere's disease in the past. I know my mom had this a while back, you know, maybe about a decade and for, for several years, and then it did go away. Mm. So that was that was encouraging. I knew I had heard about it. At one point. So we'll get the, the scoop on this from Dr. Sunil. Um, so stay on the line there, Vern. We're going to go to an early break. That way we don't have to break in the middle of talking about Meniere. So let's go to a break right now with our producer. And we'll be back to talk about what is Meniere's and how uh, or is there anything we can do about it? Are there new treatments? So, Vern, you stay on the line and we're waiting for Dr. Sunil. You Matt, to call in. We'll be right back with more leading edge medicine in just a moment. Stay right there. If you or someone you love is struggling with memory issues, find out about Longevity Memory. Call Longevity right now to schedule your memory consultation evaluation. 425-654-0258. That's 425-654-0258. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. Against the wind. We were running against yep. the wind. We were young and strong. We were running against. Oh, somebody likes Bob Seeger here. Yes, Dr. Mixon, yes. Like Bob Seeger. Oh, yes. 
running against the wind. Hi there. Uh, I'm Lynette. Dr. Samira Umat here. Dr. Jerry Mixon. We have Vern from Olympia on the line uh, talking about Meniere's disease, which is why we contacted Dr. Sunil Umat. Thank you, Dr. Umat, uh, for calling in so we can find out more about Meniere's. I'm just going to hand it over to you to talk with Vern, see if there's anything that can be done for this. Hey, good morning, Vern. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you, Doctor. Sure. So I was listening in, and, you know, the menu's picture is sort of a little bit of a difficult one, but think of it really like blood pressure problems for the inner ear, and what you're describing with this fluid leak is when the pressure gets so high that it actually, the little, uh, little vesicles or little membranes will break, and that's when people actually get the dizziness because it's just a a minor, almost like a little minor explosion or a tear in the membrane. So that leakage is because the pressure, the fluid pressure builds up so much. So you're right, the caffeine is an issue, but really more important is salt. Salt is one of those that, just like with your blood pressure, when you eat too much, it raises the pressure, same thing happens in the inner ear. So caffeine, salt are the big ones. And then as far as medications, you know, we use the same kind of medications for menures as we do for blood pressure. Diuretics, we'll put patients on uh, other medications, which will help the acute episodes when you're sick. And when you've got dizziness, you can take meclizine, the, the, the nausea medicines, the patches, things like that. But the idea is really to try to prevent these breakages and these inner ear fluid pressure buildups in the first place. That's where the diuretics come in. That's where the diet comes in. That's sort of the mainstay of treatment currently. There are some additional procedures that are now being done for patients with Meniere's disease, and typically that involves going into the ear and essentially enlarging that space where the fluid tends to build up. And then you, there's a sac called the endolymphatic sac, which is actually like a almost like a sort of a pressure valve opening that. As it opens up, it's a pool of area where the fluid can move into. And we believe one of the reasons why people get Meniere's disease is because that that duct and that sac is, is narrowed. So we can actually go in and enlarge that sac and drill away some of the bone around it to expand the pool so that when the pressure builds up, it doesn't break those membranes, thereby causing the dizziness. The problem with those breakage of the membranes is every time it breaks, you get dizzy, but also in addition, that's when you start losing the hearing and gradually, gradually, especially in the low frequencies is where people lose their hearing and Meniere's disease. So the idea is really to try to prevent this from progressing over time. And finally, in the way, the good news is that most people with Meniere's eventually do burn out. They eventually, their, their menus slows down, but the bad news is that usually by then they've lost a lot of their hearing. So. It still is important to try to get it treated early, early. What other questions? And the hearing loss is, and the hearing loss is permanent, correct? Well, it fluctuates. So whenever you get the dizziness, what most patients will complain is the triad of things. They'll say, "Doc, I get, I suddenly got really dizzy. My hearing went down, and I got this nasty ringing in my ear. Sounds like a roaring noise." And that all goes together, yeah. and then some of the hearing recovers as those membranes seal back up. But again, uh, every time you have an episode, little micro breaks, eventually the hearing continues to sort of go down and down. But you get these mini sort of 
drops and then it goes back up and that's where you want to try to get it at that stage before it gets really bad yeah well thank you very much uh i did forget to mention that i was on an ultra low sodium diet for almost a year and I was taking too much sodium out and the doctor told me to go back to a just a low sodium diet which is 2500 milligrams a day and I've been doing that too uh, that and, I think is fine you I, can do that but uh, seeing an ENT specialist and there are dedicated ear specialists that are called otologists that all they do is ears only they may be the right person for you to see there's uh, there's a team at the University of Washington that we do that with, and, and they will give you all the right answers. But the diuretic might be an option for you early on, and that's something your primary care could even give you. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good information. I appreciate your time and your knowledge. All right. Well, you're welcome. You. you have a great day. Thank you, Sunil. Okay. Yes. Were you out on your bike? Were you riding your bike this morning? I, I I just started my bike ride, and I was listening, as I always do on Saturday mornings. Uh, and I thought, well, before I get really intense on my ride, I'm going to stop and just stand here in the shade and, and actually give a response. It's Very good. It's really a chance to, get, to give you guys a response uh, in a timely fashion, so I'm, I appreciate the opportunity to, to help okay. out. Oh, thank you, Dr. Uh, Umat. Enjoy your ride, my friend, and, you know, stay thank on you. the bike. Don't fall off. That's yeah. right. Thank you. Take care. Oh, and, and thank you for the call, Vern, uh, learning about Meniere's disease and, wow, the things that cause it and some of the things that are being done to help relieve some of that, maybe. Wow. That sounds like a scary thing, huh? Yep. But I don't have it. Okay. But that yes. long, you know, is the older I get, the longer the list of stuff I'm glad I don't have. Yes. Right. <laughs> 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 so metal and shrapnel in the body uh, is looking yeah, like it's a little was, smaller on the... I was all young and dumb. Yeah, so young and... <laughs> Did you say young and dumb or young and done? <laughs> yeah, young and dumb, but just, you know, young and stupid is pretty much a redundant See, they kind of go together. <laughs> no, no. Oh, we have about 25 minutes left of our show today and plenty of room on the phone uh, now that we do- uh, got Dr. Umat and Vern uh, on, off the phone. Uh, if you have a question, phone lines are open for you. Call right now. Don't wait until five minutes before the show because we want to be able to answer your questions and talk with you about whatever is bothering you. 800-465-8770. That number is 800 800- Four six five eight seven seventy. Doctor Umat, what have you been getting a lot of questions about at the clinic at Longevity? What are your patients concerned about, or what types of things that you're? attacking and and working with lots and lots of different things you know okay. obviously our main focus is aging and healthy aging and what is involved in that and the foundation of functional medicine is identify what is missing and replace it so we start with the basic panel and then we build up on that so we start with uh, obviously as you're getting older you're depleting in hormones so we look at what is your hormonal status as you come in and how can we help build that up what do we need to 
to do how many creams or what do we need to start with? And the reason for that is they're not just sexual hormones, they're cognitive hormones, they're brain hormones, they're functional hormones that perform a lot of different functions. Um, and then one of the biggest things that, you know, I see the light go up in people's eyes when I talk to them about cholesterol, um, they sometimes come and they're on a statin medications like, you know, many physicians believe that statin should be in the water. Um, but statins um, are given to help lower cholesterol. However, what people don't realize is sometimes their cholesterol level as they're getting older is increasing in an effort to make more hormone for them. Because mm -hmm. they're getting older, <clears throat> their hormone levels are depleting and the body's trying to increase production of hormones by increasing cholesterol level. So cholesterol is necessary for everybody, but when cholesterol becomes a plaque in the lining of the endothelium and it ruptures and causes heart attacks and strokes, that's what we worry about as cardiologists. They worry about cardiac risk factors. And so they try to prevent that by lowering the plaque buildup or thrombus buildup. And so we have to balance that knowledge about when to use a statin effectively and efficiently as well as when to allow hormones to build up because hormones are important for brain function, for skin, for bone, for hair, for colon cancer risk, for breast cancer risk reduction. And so um, always trying to use, like earlier we talked about pregnenolone and arthritis. Well, pregnenolone is one of the mother hormones and it helps reduce uh, um, uh, dementia risk. It helps with, um, as we mentioned, um, uh, joint symptoms, but also memory. It helps reduce mm. risk for infections. It helps improving sleep quality. And so very important in uh, in our, um, you know, what we do. Yes. So we look at that basic approach. We look at nutrients, what is depleted, how can adding magnesium help improve bowel movements, how can magnesium help with memory, how can we use vitamin C to help lower LDL, how can we use niacin. So lots of different, different types of approaches that are uh, more holistic, mm -hmm. if you will, but at the same time using our medical science knowledge and avoiding side effects for patients and helping them dose appropriately. Very good. Very beautiful balance of the medical yeah. and the natural right. and what we can do. Mm -hmm. This is Leading Edge Medicine talking with you about your concerns this morning. 800-465-8770 is the number to call if you'd like to get in on the conversation. And we have Jim on the line. Jim, you were listening in as we were talking about Meniere's, correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and you had some comments? Right. I had called your program about a year ago, I think, and then I wanted to I talk about Meniere's disease. I first experienced it. I'm, I'm from another country, as you probably can tell from my accent. Mm -hmm. And I came to school in the U.S. in the late 70s. I had never seen snow in my life. And within about <laughs> three months, I developed, I developed uh, basically what became, I learned later on, was many disease. I had tetanus. I was throwing mm -hmm. up. I was dizzy. I couldn't mm -hmm. do my schoolwork. Uh, at the time, I was in Athens, Ohio. I was sent to West Virginia. I sent to Ohio State University. And for six months, I couldn't go to school. So finally, I was referred to a doctor in Los Angeles, and it's uh, the, the House Ear Research Institute. 
I understood at the time that that was the leading authority on that issue. So I was diagnosed, they gave me treatment, and it wouldn't stop. So uh, I didn't have any options. I couldn't go to school. I couldn't do anything. And uh, so I just decided that I was going to pray and ask for healing. You know, I think I told the story, and uh, I was actually scheduled for surgery. Uh, I went to the hospital. They prepped me for the surgery. And then I asked the doctor again, you know, he said it was in my left ear. And he assured me that the best outcome would be that I would lose my hearing. And uh, in that ear, basically, they're going to disconnect some wires there. And I said, okay, fine. So I asked him, what about, uh, what are the chances that it will go to the right ear so that uh, I will lose the hearing in both ears? And he said, it's possible. And I said, okay, then in that case, um, I don't want I don't want it. So I just prayed and asked the Lord to heal me right there. And I told the doctor in Jesus name, I'm healed. And then I just walked out uh, of the operation room, basically. And uh, up to today, as I'm talking to you, I never had the Meniere's disease. It just disappeared. And I, I, I can hear from the left side of my ear everything, <laughs> and uh, and it is. And uh, you know, the Lord said that He will send His Spirit to heal His people, and uh, so that's what uh, that's what happened. It didn't happen to me. Wow, good for you. Yes, Jim, you're one of those miracle stories that the doctors write up in the uh, medical journals. <laughs> Yeah, and then incidentally, <laughs> I got to meet a, a, a gentleman by the name of Ronald Reagan uh, at the clinic because uh, he also had problems with his hearing, and we had the same doctor. And uh, later on, he became president of this United States and uh, helped me with a lot of things. We went to the same church in, uh, um, in Hollywood, uh, Presbyterian Church, Dr. George Ogilvy. And then, uh, then when he finished serving the United States, I he had an office in LA, and uh, he helped my government a lot, a lot of stuff that he did for for Africa. And uh, so maybe the Lord through that, you know, blessed my people through what uh, Mr. Reagan did. And um, so I don't know what I'd make medical sense, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, we love hearing your story, Jim. Thank you for that. I don't know, I don't know what I'd make medical sense, but uh, <laughs> yes. I'm, an, I'm an economist by profession. I'm also a historian. And this is what, uh, this is what happened to me. You know, okay. And uh, so uh, if anybody's listening, uh, let's uh, trust the Lord. You know, and uh, All right. thank you very much. So there you go. Thank you for the thank call, you for sir. that encouraging call, Jim. <laughs> bye bye, sir. And I love oh, that he went to oh, church. Right. Yes, I, and I loved that he went to church and uh, had some connections there with Ronald Reagan. Boy, where is he now, Ronald Reagan? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, he can't help us right now, can he? We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more leading edge medicine. And we are going to talk about balance. David has a question. And we'll be back and we have room for one or two more calls at 800-465-8770.
Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, It was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience. Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000 or DanielNelsonMD.com. Medicine with Dr. Jerry Nixon and Dr. Samira Umat and your phone calls. We appreciate when you call in and we love talking with you. If you're nervous about something or maybe a, a little fearful about uh, some health things that are going on in your life or in a loved one, uh, give us a call. It's okay to call on their behalf and ask questions. We have doctors here that care and want to know and want to help you get the, the best help that you can, at least get the information so that you know what you're dealing with. Here is that number to get through on the show today. It's 800-465-8770. And we have a caller on the line, David from Shoreline. Hi there, David. Hello, David. Good morning. Um, Yeah, hi, doctor, and hello. I just thought maybe I could add a little bit to the uh, conversation here. I do attend... Thank you. I do attend the uh, Linwood Clinic, and I've been seeing Dr. Cho for about 10 years now, so I've been on the uh-huh. program for a long time. But I am a 77-year-old male, soon to be 78, and I've had this same balancing problem for years. Balancing? And what I have okay. found out if I share was what works sure. for me, would that be advantageous to mention that? Absolutely. Yes. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, I've been seeing a... Um, she is a um, certified vestibular therapist, and she's up in Linwood, actually. Mm-hmm. And I got turned on to her through ads on the radio here a few years back. And it's it's all. And she talks about well, to put it in layman's term, rocks in the head. So the balancing thing up there. And she has some. Um, she kind of works with your neck and head to balance things. But then there's a whole program that, that she has that I do that just works on balancing techniques. I could go through that, but it's rather lengthy. And it's really helped me a lot. So I thought I'd just kind of throw that out there, being that I am in the system, in the clinic, and so forth. And I, I do have her name and stuff that would be of interest. 
You know, if you've heard anything about that, she is. Feel, uh, she, you know, she, feel free to, you know, she's helping you. Feel free to give her her name. Yeah. You know, it's, we're always willing to share information. Yes. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. her name is Megan Chris, and and it is it's Puget Sound ENT is what it is. Uh-huh. And she's a doctor of physical therapy, and she uh, has fine-tuned the balancing end of things, and that's what she works with, with people that come in on just different exercises that you can do. It has really helped me a lot over the past uh, couple of years. Um, I'm, act- I'm a very active male, and something uh-huh. else I might throw out there, this may be a bit weird, but I've been rebounding for a lot of years. I have just a miniature rebounder, and that has always kind of helped me, and that seems to assist with my balancing as well. Mm-hmm. Of course it does. That's that little tiny trampoline that you yeah. bounce on? Is exactly. that what you're talking about? Yeah. And I the rebounder, yes. That. Yeah, it's... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just say it's basically a, a very unstable surface, and to stay on your feet, you have to you know, work with your balance. Mm. Super. I kind of wanted to add, too, if I may, that I used to sell these things, not anymore, but, but, but also <laughs> along with that, supposedly the research behind this, it was an L. Carter that did a bunch of research this 20, 30 years ago, and supposedly at the top of the bounce and the bottom, you were weightless for a split second. And that weightlessness has a lot to do with kind of helping clear a lot of poisons out of your body and stuff. And I do this regularly every morning, and uh, I, I'm a very active, uh, well, I guess what, what I want to say is, is that I, I, I do the bathroom morning thing that we all need to do, uh, usually the sit one. And some mornings I do have difficulty, but if I go bounce on my rebounder for about 10 minutes, I can't uh-huh. get to the bathroom quick enough to take care of business. So, <laughs> so I, right. I threw that out there. <laughs> That's great. That's great, David. Yep. These are the things I've stumbled onto. And again, like I said, I've, I've been seeing Dr. Cho out there at the Linwood Clinic for about the past 15 years now. Yeah. So I've kind of been with you guys for a long time. Yeah. Had, my, big, my big problem with Dr. Cho is she keeps wanting to cut back and, you know, and try to retire one of these days. But I've told her I'm not going to let her. She's going to still be working <laughs> for me when she's 97. So. Yeah, she, she's a trip. She, if she hears this, she, she'll, she knows who I am. So I bet she's listening. Yeah, and if I know her, she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much for the call, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for calling. Uh, yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Very good. Bye. All right, thank you so much, David. Uh, we have uh, another caller, and we also have a question off air with a, a caller in Woodenville wanting to know, uh, 70 years old, wanting to know the effectiveness of acoustic wave therapy, uh, w- how effective it is, what it is, and does it help diminish uh, diminishing return? So there you go. Acoustic wave therapy. Well, what that's our that Viashore. That's our Viashore. Oh, that's your Viashore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the sound wave therapy. Yeah, and we use it for ED, mm-hmm. and now we're starting to use it for... MSK uh, and BPH. Yeah, for uh, prostate hypertrophy and for ligamentous injuries in shoulders and knees and backs and hips and so on. Yes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's useful for a whole lot of reasons. And, and that's our Viashore, and our longevity patients can use it. 
but also this is offered to people that are not longevity patients. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So, uh, sir, in Woodenville, if you'd like to call and uh, make an appointment for a consultation on this, get some information, you can do that. Uh, the item that you're asking about or the procedure is called Viasure, V-I-A-S-U-R-E, and you can probably go into your Linwood or Kirkland clinic. And here is the number to call to get more information on that. It's 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. That's also the phone number to call to get in for that free health analysis at our longevity clinics. And we have three, not just Linwood, not just Kirkland, also in Tacoma. And if you've been listening to the show, I I love it when somebody will say, say, I have a question and I'm also a longevity patient. (laughs) We love and we welcome those questions and we want you to be as healthy as you can as you are aging, whether you're 40, listening to the show, 50s, uh, in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. We want you to be, what is that, Dr. Mixon? Stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, sexier. Absolutely, which makes you? Happier. Absolutely. And the way to do that is by taking that first uh, first step See, in calling us. Quiz. Yes, you did. And you passed with flying colors. You must be a longevity patient. <laughs> we want to get you in. We want to find out what, uh, as Dr. Mixon said, life has done to you so far. And do a couple of tests. And Dr. Yumet, you can explain that blood test, which I think we know is probably a blood draw. But the in-body test, what does that tell our doctors? The in-body tells us about all the hidden fat that you want to hide from us. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's why when you yesterday they hide. asked me to get on that machine, I said, heck no. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Umet, you look fantastic. You should jump right on there. And I think they were testing the machine. They were kind of duplicating um, uh, the results or, pre- or printing two or three copies, and the machine was showing an error. So they needed a volunteer. And because my office is right next oh, to it, there you Dr. Go. I jump on that jump machine, on this and machine. I looked at them and say, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> because yes, and the machine you loves see you. How skinny you're getting. That's right. Yeah, but but no, uh, it's a great tool actually, and uh, we really enjoyed having the tool in the office. What it tells us is about muscle versus fat ratio. Mm-hmm. Fat is bad, muscle is good. Sometimes we can't tell the difference, and as we get older, we tend to lose muscle quickly, and we tend to store the fat, mm. and we tend to keep looking the same and people think that they look great unfortunately loss of muscle mass or sarcopenia is real Ah, it happens as we get older and we want to prevent that for you and so for that reason we'd like to know what is your muscle mass where are you building it and if you're not building it how can we help you build it so it comes down to again the functional medicine approach and that's why we uh, we do the in body okay And those are the two tests, that and then the uh, blood test tells the doctor what? It's an important test, and technically it's hemoglobin A1C, so just one number. But when we look at it, we're looking at a whole lot more than just the glycosylated hemoglobin level. We're looking not just for prediabetes or diabetes. We're looking for memory problems, inflammation, uh, arthritis, uh, degenerative joint disease, cancer risk. Mm. So we're looking at a whole lot of metabolic issues that are reflected in that one number. 
Now, there's another blood test that shows so much more information, that big blood panel. I know this is the one that my girlfriend paid $2,000 for mm-hmm. to have this done, but you do it right in the clinic. So there is a cost, but it's quite a bit different, just under 600 Correct. But what does that give the doctors? I know it's a lot of information. It's a basic look at um, uh, sugar, hormones, first of all, and most importantly, a whole cascade of hormones. Eight different hormones. Yeah, and then just, you know, how they flow, like from cholesterol to pregnenolone to progesterone, estrogen and the different types of estrogens, thyroid hormones, testosterone. Um, And then we look at the the basic, which your primary cares will also do CBC and CMP, but, uh, but a whole lot of in-depth. The one thing that a lot of people don't do right now is give you a sugar load and see what's happening to your insulin levels when mm-hmm. when you're given sugar. That tells us the risk for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, insulin resistance, uh, risk for developing prediabetes and type 2 diabetes. So we're looking at a whole host of different issues that people don't pay attention to. Nutritional, we look at basic vitamin D and vitamin B12 level, but um, we will do more in-depth analysis after we get this preliminary de- data. And then the two other tests that are specialty tests are the APOE genetic markers for risk mm-hmm. for dementia and your telomere test, which tells us uh, chronological age versus biological age and what we need to do to help improve your biological age. Okay, so if you come in at 60 years old and, you're, and the uh, telomeres are telling you that you're more closer to 75, there's some work that needs to be done. Exactly. However, you probably have 75-year-olds that come in and uh, are feeling as though they are 10, Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years younger. Indeed. That's what we want, right? That is the goal at Longevity Medical Clinic. How long have you been around, Dr. Mixon? How many years when when you started? Okay, we know he's almost 76. But how long has uh, Longevity Medical Clinic been around? Started the clinic in 1998. Okay. Uh, we're so coming up on 25, 25 years. years. 25 years. 25 years of caring for you and your health as you are aging. Um, the goal has never changed. You want people to be Leaner, stronger, faster, smarter, and... Sexier. Yes. Which makes them happier. Which makes them happier. And Dr. Mixon, you've even written a book, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But if you'd like to come in and take those two free tests, it's what we call the free health analysis appointment. Get into this. uh, Get into the Longevity Medical Clinic as soon as you can. Here's the number to call, 866 86 Young. You can even call right now. We have somebody that can get you scheduled at a clinic near you in Linwood, Tacoma, and Kirkland. That number again is 866-86-YOUNG. You can also go online to lmclinic.com. Just a couple minutes here, or one minute, I guess. Dr. Mixon, you've been talking about writing a book. When can we see this book of Dr. Mixon's? It's going to be out this winter. Um, You know, I've got the the final editing being done right now. Very good. And, uh, some, and some pictures taken for the book. And get yeah, pictures for the, the cover. We've okay. selected all that. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, the printing and distribution and so on will be okay. in, the, in the wintertime. All right. And we'll get to see that sometime before Christmas. So yep. uh, for those of you, I'm thinking this would make a great gift for somebody, especially for those milestone birthdays. Here you go. You want to make it to your 70s, your 80s, your 90s. 
maybe be a cent, what do they call him a centenarian? Centenarian. Centenarian. Yes, uh, this will be the book, and we'll as soon as we get it, we'll talk more about that. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. This is uh, Leading Edge, brought to you each week by Longevity Medical Clinics in Kirkland, Tacoma, and in Linwood. And we would love for you to be a patient at Longevity. Again, the phone number to call for more information and to make that appointment for the free health analysis. It's 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. All right. We will be back again next week right here on the show. Mark Holland is going to fill in for me next week. But you come back and be a part of the show live. It's Leading Edge Medicine. You have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy that sun.